Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the fractured parts of us. And I've been doing some really intense self-discovery over the past probably four to six weeks. And I've learned a lot of different things, and I've had some light bulbs go off. And so I wanted to share this with you this week and talk about what I've learned in hopes of of helping you, in hopes of providing a different perspective in areas of your life where you may have been feeling stuck. What I've uncovered for myself is something that I felt like that I personally had been stuck on (laughs) for many years. And also, it was one of those things, and I think I've even talked about it and shared this on the show before, about it was one of those things that I was sick of myself about, right? I was sick of talking about it. I was sick of having the same things come up over and over. I was sick of the feelings and the emotions in my body about it. And so I feel like I've made some progress in this. So I wanted to share that with you this week. Before we get into that, just a couple of reminders Uh, If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, There's a new episode of the podcast that goes live every Monday on webtalkradio.net. I also post all of my newer episodes to my Gab TV channel, so you can check in the show notes for links to both of those. And if you'd you'd like to follow me on social media, if you want to connect outside of the show, you can visit my website, sloanfremont.com, and I have the links in there to pretty much every way you can connect with me. All right, so let's get into this 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 week on this topic of the fractured parts of us. So one thing I want to say before I start this is when I'm talking about fractured parts of us, I'm not talking about split personalities. I'm not talking about um, anything like that. What I'm talking about is these energetic pieces of us that like peel off or chip off over time and become stuck and frozen in a moment. So the way it it feels to me is it's almost like a broken mirror. If you picture a broken mirror, right? And there's all these fragments of the mirror, but you put the mirror, the pieces together and it makes the mirror whole, right? It It puts the mirror back together. But the, the individual pieces of themselves are their own piece of the mirror and those pieces are sharp and they will cut you, right? And that's what these fragmented pieces of myself feel like to me. They feel like there are parts of me that want attention. There are parts of me that um, have experienced something over my lifetime that is most likely unresolved. And when things come up, when triggers or when, when something comes up to remind me of that, those pieces of glass, to me, they feel like they're stabbing me. They feel like they're they're vying for attention and they want to be seen so that all of those fragmented pieces of me can come back together and come home to me. So I'm going to, I'll be explaining this more today, but I did want to clarify that at the beginning that when I'm talking about the fractured parts of us, I'm talking about those energetic pieces of us that have broken off and are uh, asking to come back home. To start out with this, one of the things that I've realized in my experience is that one of the 
key elements of pain for most humans is this feeling of separate separateness, a feeling separate, a feeling alone, a feeling individual as if our pain or our experience or our journey is it's only happening to us. Right. That's one of the things I think that society teaches or pushes at all of us that we're alone in our journey and that we're the only one that feels a particular way or experiences a certain thing or has, you know, problems in certain areas, you know, whatever it is. It's this, it's this feeling of, of separateness. And so what does separateness mean? To me, it's this, you know, as humans, we have, we came into this world, right, with free will, right? We have free will. And as part of that free will, we're able to explore everything that this world has to offer for us, right? We're able to explore it or not explore it. And part of this being in this body is experiencing ourselves with an ego, right? This other part of ourselves. And this feeling of separateness, I think, comes from the ego and the stories that the ego makes up, right? And this the separateness where we're where we're separating from is like it's ourself. We're, we're becoming a separate, we're we're fragmented off or fractured off of ourself. Uh, you know, it could be yourself, your higher self, God, your soul, whatever you want to call it, whatever that is for you. But it's it's the it's the separating off from ourself in in believing the lies that the ego let, wants to trick us with, right? These, these argumentative stories that we have within ourselves where that, that voice wants to trick you or into thinking that you can't have what you want, right? So there's this, this loop of the story that goes on that where you, you're, you know, something happens and in, part of you energetically fragments off feels alone and feels stuck in this place alone. And, again, as being a human in this experience, we have the free will to believe that, right? We have the free will to choose to believe that illusion of being separate when in reality, the, the, all of that separateness is a lie, right? We're not, we're not separate. We don't have to be separate. We're not alone. We're not in this alone. And I've talked a lot on the, the show about one of the core root, like underpinning deep-seated beliefs within me is this feeling that I'm always going to be alone. Like that's, that is a huge trigger for me. Even saying those words are <laughs> trigger like emotions. Like I can feel it like within my body, like tensing up. Like I feels like I want to cry when I say that. And so this illusion of feeling alone is something we get to choose whether we want to believe in or not. And when we choose the illusion of separateness, it, 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 it keeps us in this, keeps us stuck in a, in a traumatic event or a, or a, you know, an, a, an event that caused anxiety or an event that caused, um, some sort of, you know, sadness or grief or whatever. And it makes us feel not worthy. It, it keeps us like in this anxious state where we're always looking around outside of us, right? Looking around, trying to get answers outside of ourselves, uh, if you're somebody who's been in survival mode for a period of time, the loop may be on replay for you that you, because you survived whatever you survived, that you are now alone and that you're always going to be alone and that you have to go at it alone, right? There's these loops that go on when, when those kinds of things happen. 
Um, but but in this in this anxiety in this, this almost this hyper vigilance to what's going on around us, all of this comes up and it knocks us off our center, right? Because it's like we have half of our consciousness in the event, whatever the traumatic or the triggering event is. And the other half is trying to stay in the present and like figure it out, right? We're trying to figure it out. And if we can't figure it out, then we get mad at ourselves for not being able to figure it out. And so we start questioning ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. And then the loop starts and we, we tend to feel more and more and more separate, right? So these fractured parts of us just can, they can multiply into, into more fractional parts that feel alone, sad, you know, anxiety, whatever the emotion is. And so what I've learned or what I've, experienced over these past couple of weeks is when, and, and I just call them triggers. It could be, you could, I don't know that I particularly like that word, but um, trigger is what it feels to me. An event, uh, something happens that triggers me and it causes that separate, instantly almost for me, it causes that separation feeling where I, I feel disconnected from myself, from my higher self, from my soul, like from who I am as a person. And I instantly go into, I'm alone. I have to figure this out alone. And, and then there become like, there's these feelings of depending on what it is, right? It, it's like shame or anxiety or um, rage even, right? It could be any, any level of emotion, but Fracturing off these splintering, these, these separate feelings bring up these feelings of feeling alone and, and that I'm, I'm always going to be alone and this is how it's going to be forevermore, right? So I've come up with this process that this is how it feels for me. So it may, so take again, as always, take what works for you and leave the rest. But I want, and I'll give you an example to explain this so that it, it makes more sense. But this process for me of what happens when this triggering event comes up is, it's like the trigger happens. So whatever the event is, and here I am, in the, and I'm triggered by an event or an action or, or, or a memory or something comes up. And then it's like part of me splinters off. So I have part of me in the present trying to manage in the present, but then I have part of me that's splintered off, and I'm trying to manage that splintered off or that fractional part of me who now it's almost like that version of me takes on a life of its own, right? It's energetically going down a path, like thinking of all the, the ways that I, I need to figure out how to survive, thinking about all the ways that I'm alone and, and why things aren't going to work out for me, right? And that, that version of me stays, stays frozen in time. It stays splintered off in time. And it's, it's, it may be in fear or in anxiety or whatever it is, whatever the emotion is. It's like that version stays out in the energetic space. And it's, it's on this loop where it's, it's looping through, uh, uh, wherever, it, wherever it's stuck in time, right? So it's looping through the thoughts and the emotions and the feelings. So then let's say the event's over, right? And I'm go on and I'm, you know, living my life. But then that, that fractional, Per, version of myself is still out there. So another time, it may be a week from now or it may be six months from now, maybe I'm triggered again by something that's similar to that or, or brings a, a similar memory back. And so I go right back to that fractionalized place of myself where I'm half of me in the present, half of me back to that memory, and it's looping and looping and looping in the anxiety or the fear or the rage or whatever it is. And so think about this over time in our life where we have all these these fractured, these fractured parts of us, like, like out there in the energetic space that are, that are frozen. It's like a version. It's like a, a, a version of yourself at, at any age. It could be any age. It could be when you were young. It could be, you know, to even yesterday that it's, it's frozen in time and it's stuck there repeating, like just repeating the same loop over and over. And it may or may not be, 
something that come it may not come up very often or it may come up sometimes you know a lot of times whatever it is but there's those those memories that like trigger us back into that space. It triggers us back to those fractured parts of us that have some sort of unresolved issue or unresolved trauma or unresolved um, anxiety or rage or fear or sadness, right? Whatever it is. And when that happens, when those versions of us are all around us, right? They're, they're out in the, in the world, right? They're in the energetic space stuck there. Those pieces of us are asking when we're triggered again and reminded of that, those pieces of, of us are asked to be healed. They want to be addressed. They want to be noticed. They want to be heard. Um, they could potentially feel, you know, depending on the age of, of whenever the event happened, right? They could be, um, you know, stuck in a place just waiting to be called back home, right? So what I have found for myself is that the way that I've been able to move out of this, and, and, and I will walk through an example in just a second after I finish this thought, but the way that I've been able to move out of this is when I have these events come up, these triggering events, I'm actually, I stop in the moment and I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm asking myself, what do you need? What is it that you need right now in this moment? Body, self, right? If you're, if it was, you know, when I was five years old or 25 or, you know, whatever the age is, what do you need? And then it's like, almost like, putting my arms out to that version of myself and calling that version back to me. And it's almost like for me, what I envision is me standing there, like putting my arms around and hugging that version of myself, right? Like hugging that version of myself. And then it's almost like, to me, I envision like angel wings surrounding all of us, like hugging us all, bringing us all in home. And I have found this exercise to be so beneficial. It's, it's caused, um, rapid changes for me. I feel like being able to do this and being able to call those fractured parts of myself back home and let those parts of myself know that they're heard, they're seen, and that they're safe to come back home. And in doing that, I'm, I'm finding that I'm, I'm able to, I'm more at ease with myself. I'm more at peace with myself. I'm more trusting of myself and in my emotions and how, um, how I feel and how I'm handling life in general. So let me give you an example. Just this happened this week, actually, in my life of this of this process of how this this works for me, or at least the way it, in my mind it works. And, and again, my intention is that with what I've learned and what I'm talking about is that it can help you, right? It, it's it, it will help you uh, in your life to be able to apply the same concepts, maybe not in the exact same way, but the same concepts to be able to pull those fractured parts of you and welcome them back home to where everybody knows that they're safe and they're all, and everybody's back together and everything is okay. So this process that I talk, so, so let me walk you through it with an example. So a trigger. So the, the, the first thing that happens is a trigger. Okay. So the trigger for me this week was, uh, behind my house, they're working on, they're building new homes behind my house and our, there's an alley back there. So it's really tight with getting machinery in and out. And twice already, somebody has hit my fence and popped the boards out and dogs try to get in. My dog tries to get out. It's really annoying. And, you know, I was kind of like, whatever, it's annoying. All right, move on. I'll get it fixed. Move on. But then earlier this week, I saw one of the construction guys, he was stuck in the mud and he was out there for quite a while trying to get out push you know just really gunning it and like everybody in the neighborhood heard him because it was like eight in the morning like super early and he's out there like revving his truck up because it's stuck and he he 
is working it back and forth and he guns it and he he moves really fast and backs up and he hits my fence. It clearly hits it. Like it's very like and I'm watching him with my own eyes. And then he hits the fence and he drives off. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, I ran outside and I'm like, are you like, no. And I'm like looking around like, is anybody else seeing this? Right. So uh, uh, this is a trigger for me because here's exactly what my thought process was when this happened. I, I thought somebody has done something to me that was wrong and I want to write it. Why would this person do this? And why would they just drive away? Like they're like, there's nothing wrong when they just damaged my property. And in that moment, I'm standing there and I'm looking around and nobody else is around. I can't see anybody. And so instantly my thought goes to, you're alone. You have to figure this out alone. So there, there's that, that fractured part of me that, that energetically is fractured off from me. And so now I'm starting to pay attention to that version of myself that's telling me that story, right? It's this, this, I'm, I'm in the present. I'm looking around, but my mind is where this, this energetic, part of me is fractured off that's telling me the story that that you're alone you're you're gonna have to figure nobody cares nobody's gonna this doesn't matter to anybody else you're you're not seen you're not heard people think they can just do this to you and it's fine and you're just gonna have to deal with it that's the loop that's going on in my head and so there's that that version of me right that stays frozen in that time that's looping that story that's telling that stuff that story over and over and over again and it's 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 reinforcing that feeling of of the anxiety loop of me feeling alone i always have to go out alone this you're alone nobody else is there to help you right and so when when it's when it's happening right and it feels so real right it feels like and i feel out of control in that moment right i feel like i'm like i can't get a grip on it right it's just it's running loose it's it's going it's going crazy and so as so i go back in my house right and i'm i'm talking to my neighbors and my other actually ended up like three neighbors saw it so it wasn't what i initially thought where nobody had seen it and and I'm like, okay. And so then my other neighbor, we figure out who the builder is and I call him and I tell him about it. And he's like, okay, send me the video, send me pictures, which I did. And then I don't hear any, anything back from this guy. And so then I'm pissed again, right? Because then there's that fractured version of myself that's out there reinforcing the story that you're alone. Nobody cares. You have to take care of this yourself and it's all on you. And so I, I'm out there, or I mean, I'm, you know, the story is going on in my head and then I don't know, I think a day or two later, there's another group of people out there. And again, they're really close to my fence. And I'm like, are you guys just trying to like tear this fence down? I mean, you're getting so close to it. And I thought it was the same guy that hit my fence the first time. So I go outside and I'm I'm pretty riled up. And I'm, <laughs> who's the one that drives the truck that, you know, and, and they're like, what? And I'm like, who, one of you hit my my fence and I'm pointing to the fence and they're like, no, it wasn't us. And I'm like, well, you guys are really close. You know what I'm pointing and I'm like telling them, I'm like, don't hit my fence. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of you guys hitting my fence and driving away. And so they're like, okay, okay, sorry. You know, and I'm like, I'm sorry if it wasn't you, but I thought it was, you know, I thought you were the same guy that hit it, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. So then I start this whole other loop with myself as I come back inside. Another part of me fractured off, fractures off where I start to feel guilty about being mad about this, right? Because I'm like, like, you shouldn't have said anything to them. You shouldn't have got so mad, right? And there's all this 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 looping going through my head again where I'm I keep I may I'm feeling guilty about this. I'm feeling shame about this, right? And then I actually stop in this moment and I'm like, wait a minute, no. As this is looping through my head, I'm like, no. 
I have your, in my mind, I'm telling myself, this fractured part of myself, I'm telling myself, Noah, you know, I have your back. I know why you went out and said those things to them because you thought they were the ones that hit your, your, um, your fence and you weren't, that was incorrect, but okay, the intent was still there. You wanted to right a wrong that somebody did to you. And then I, I was thinking back to this, um, I don't know, it was before my boyfriend left when he was, before he got deployed and there was a time we were at the store and he was dealing with one of the people in the meat department. He wanted the meat cut a specific way. And the guy was trying to, he didn't want to do it. It was because it was going to be really involved and the guy, he, the guy didn't want to do it. And so uh, my boyfriend got mad and he was like trying to tell him, but you can do it like this. And the guy was like, no, I, I don't want to do that. And so as he came, as my boyfriend came back over to me, I was smiling at him and, he, and I didn't even hear what they were talking about because I was in a different aisle. But he thought I was laughing at him and I wasn't. I was just smiling at him. Well, then he was mad at the guy. And so he was telling me about this. And I was like, oh, wow, what an asshole. Right. And I, and I instantly had my boyfriend's back when he got mad. Right. And so I went through this with my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't I have my own back? Right. If anybody else, anybody else that I cared about got mad about something, I would have their back. I would be like, yes, you're you're right in getting mad about this. And why don't I have my own back? Right. Like and and, and, and I'm telling you all of this because in all of this and in, 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 in everything we experience within ourselves, these are our, ourself, our these fractured parts of ourselves energetically out there. The only person we are fighting in all of this is ourselves. That's the only person we're fighting is our own selves. And so the way that I found to be able to work through this, to get out of these time loops where we have these parts of ourselves that are out there just energetically and, and triggered at times when sometimes we don't even know it or we don't even see it coming, right? It just happens and it's like a punch in the gut. The only person in all of this that we're fighting are, is our own self. And so being on our own side, to me, is the first step in being able to get out of this. It's the first step to calling these fractured parts of ourselves back home. It's the, it's the being on our own side allows us to trust ourselves and our responses and makes our, makes us feel safe to come back home to ourselves, right? Come back into our body, feel what it feels like in our body, right? Not disassociating, not like, you know, blacking out or, or, or shutting down because we can't, cope or manage with something, right? It's this getting back in our body and feeling ourselves and being on our own side. Because when we doubt ourselves, we're keeping ourselves away from ourselves. We're keeping those fractured parts going. We're reinforcing the, the energy that's behind those, those loops of negativity and anxiety. And when we, we, we have to allow ourselves to feel all of our emotions, right? And just like when I was feeling guilty about being mad, no, I have the right to be mad, right? I can feel all of those emotions. And and I think the biggest thing we can do to love ourselves is to fight for ourselves in times like this. Fight for ourselves within ourselves, right? Fight for the the bringing our our ourselves back home and not constantly being at war within, right? I mean, that's what it seems to be for many of us, that's the way we operate at war within ourselves. And one of the biggest things I've learned is that loving our body and our mind, our soul, our heart, right? All of it in, in becoming friends with ourselves. That's the, that's the key to everything that we want in life. Because if we don't have this, we always 
are going to feel like we're, we're chasing something because we're looking outside of ourselves for the love or the answers or the, the approval or, or whatever it is. And I think when we've, you know, I talk a lot about personal sovereignty and, and reclaiming our sovereignty. And one of the things that I start my day with and tell myself every day is that I'm a sovereign being and I create my own reality. And when we're living in our personal sovereignty, we have, it's like we've reclaimed all these fractured parts of ourselves and we've created a, a loving space for these parts to come back to us. And we're no longer giving away or selling parts of ourselves to others to feel safe, right? It's like, I've got me, like I've got my back. I trust me, right? I'm, I'm, I'm whole within. I don't have to go outside of myself for answers. And I know I, this is one of those things that I myself have heard over the years, and it's taken some time for me to fully understand or fully integrate within my own self. So even if what I'm talking about with this is something that you don't believe, I think be, being willing to explore beyond the doubt is one of, it's so, it's, it's critical. It's critical to be able to move past these, these loops, these, these fractured parts of ourselves energetically that are on, that are stuck in trauma or anger or fear or rage or sadness or whatever the emotion is. And when the triggering event comes up, being able to stop in that moment and be like, wait a minute, okay, what, what's going on here? What do you really need? Like what's, what's really, cause it may appear that you're mad about something, but deep down you're afraid or you're, you're scared or you're trying to protect yourself for some reason. Right. And so getting to the root of that and really understanding what that is and what you need and then doing whatever it is that your body is asking you, right. If it's, if it's your body needs to feel heard or feel seen or your body needs to, um, you know, tell you a story or tell you how it felt to be you know, 10 years old and have this event happen, right? Those being willing to, to listen, to, it's like reparenting your own self, right? It's reparenting your, your inner child or what you don't even have to be a child. You can be a young adult or, or a, a full adult and still have the need to reparent yourself when an event is triggering. And so being able to explore beyond any doubt you might have about this and, and really understanding that when we choose better loving thoughts for ourselves and, and we start to trust the relationship we have with ourselves and with God or the universe or your higher self, whatever you, you call that, the more easier it is to loosen up those fractured parts, like to soften them so that they start to dissolve and they're not this rigid formation that's just on a, a hard repeat. And, and it's those, those parts start to dissolve and then it, it, it's like we feel safe to come back home to ourselves. And, and this is where we can grow and, and really get to know ourselves and, and love ourselves through it. That's how it appears for me. That's in my, it, how I can best explain it for how I've been able to work through this. It's the understanding the trigger, understanding energetically that parts, a part of me splinters off and becomes this, this frozen in time loop of whatever the emotion was at the time. And then there'll be periods where that might come up again. It'll, a trigger will, will like reinstate that memory or that emotional feeling. And so being able to address it, look at it, stop and feel it, right? And, and then understand really what's going on within ourselves, but being able to 
have your own back in this and, and realize the person we're really fighting is ourselves. So, so maybe we can just stop fighting and start loving ourselves instead. So those are my thoughts this week on the fractured parts of us. I would love to know what you think. If, you, if you've experienced this in your own life or if you've got, found ways to, to work through this, I would love to hear it. Uh, you can find me on my website, sloanfremont.com. Also, I'll, I'll link to the social media channels in the show notes, but I'm primarily on Gab. I do have a Gab TV channel uh, and also Telegram. So I look forward to hearing from you and I will see you next week. And remember, question everything, trust yourself, find your truth.